it's time for the end of conversation podcast with funny man damian lemon and the voice of your choice ali muhammad yeah one two one two we are in the self-isolation zones in our own <laughs> cribs this is damian lemon this is ali muhammad and this is in the conversation the podcast yeah <laughs> yeah back again i so i so i so yeah man we are you know fortress of solitude self so what is this shit called self-sheltering sheltering in sheltering place in place yeah mm-hmm <laughs> out here sheltering in place i think i'm getting the the, the hang of it now where what's the yeah, trick ah, you, just, you just submit to the day not even submit to the day you just figured it out actually that's typically how my shit start i wake up and i'll be like well damn there ain't really much to do you know what i'm saying <laughs> like it ain't, i'm not going nowhere mm-hmm. and then there's a moment where i'm like well shit i could probably go back to sleep but i don't really want to do that so i typically uh I tune into uh, Cuomo, see what he talking about, watch a little bit of the view, and then uh, and then my day begins. I make something to eat, and then uh, look at a bunch of, you know, look at a bunch of internet shit, look at a bunch of some reading. You know, I stay, I stay saving shit to Pocket. You ever use Pocket? No. Pocket is this uh, app. I've used this for years, but it's like... Uh, it's like it just books it bookmarks all of the all of the shit like you know when you're on Twitter or whatever, and they got like a link to a story. Mm-hmm. You're like, damn, that's a hell of a headline. I would love to read that story someday. <laughs> you just send that bitch to pocket, mm-hmm. and it saves it over there as a PDF, which is cool because it saves it as a PDF. So like, if you're on a flight ever again in life, if you're on a flight. You could just go through and, you know what I mean, you don't need Wi-Fi. You could just catch up on a bunch of shit. Or you could just not be on a flight. You could just be in your home and at the end of the day, look at all the shit that you sent to pocket. It's almost like a Netflix queue for reading. Okay. Yeah, so uh, I try to, I've been trying to catch up on a lot of shit because sometimes I'll just send shit to pocket and forget all about it. But, uh, you know, Put got it a lot in of time on my hands. So what? It's a Tabby Bonet song called Put It In The Pocket. Oh, right, 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 right. Hell yeah. Shout out to Tabby Bonet. That's funny. Yeah, I remember that record. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I used that joint in one of the movies. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. What's good with you, man? How you doing? Oh, man, you know, same, same quarantining and shit, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if I have the hang of it. I mean, I, I'm catching the rhythm of my day, and, um, and I'm also, you know, structuring out my day's a little better, but you know, Mm -hmm. still the law of unintended circumstances and shit. So, you know, you deal with things that pop up like, damn, I didn't even think of that. A lot of it now is like, how are the kids reacting to it? You know what I mean? It's like, Mm. my kids are having totally different reactions to being in the house or or just, you know, operating just from a little box on your screen. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So like my daughter, you know, who's younger, sixth grade, she's used to being in a little screen. So she's used okay. to communicating over long stretches via screen, which, you know, what I'm saying at first I thought it was like a problem. Like you need to put the phone down, you know, what I'm saying stop FaceTiming your cousin all weekend. You know, what I'm saying like they just live in the phone on, with right. each other. You know, what I'm saying all weekend they just they may be FaceTiming, just put the phone up and just doing life 
<laughs> with the other person on the other line, just watching right. or, you know what I'm saying, or they actively participating with each other. So at first I used to think that was, you know, come on now, y'all, y'all killing yourselves. Like, stop it. But now. <laughs> y'all killing yourselves. <laughs> I like that shit. That is extreme as fuck. <laughs> Guys, though. But now in, in the quarantine, you can see where that comes in handy, where she's already used to this. So. Right. Her, in school, she, you know what I'm saying, she operates a lot better, you know what I'm saying, because she's used to being on a, on a screen and, and doing the, you know, living remotely. So then I, I didn't pay attention to my middle son, who's like in 10th grade. He's not doing as well in this quarantine as, you know what I'm saying, as she is or, you know, as well as I thought he would be because he's not used to living his life within a screen. You know, he's just, really? yeah, he's just uh, going to the school and, you know what I'm saying, and showing out and, you know, and doing, doing, you know, you know, when you're a nerd, you like to show out and do your work and make sure, you know what I'm saying, all the feedback you're getting right away. You could look right. at the classmates and see, you know what I'm saying, what's the right move to make. You know what uh-huh. I mean? You could put on your fresh clothes, walk in, you know what I'm saying, everybody, you know, recognize your gear. Right. And in quarantine, you don't get that. You know what I'm saying? And in his words, like, you know, I got some messages from the teacher saying that he hadn't turned in some work, which is totally unlike him. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm, <laughs> like, mm-hmm. what? He didn't turn in no work. Like, what the fuck? So, you know, you check in, you know, you do a check-in, and then it's kind of like it's no fun. You know what I'm saying? It's just work. It's like it's not you don't get anything outside of it. It's just work. And I was like, damn, that's kind of like paying bills and shit. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? It's like. You may work, 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 and don't get much out of it, but the goddamn pay the bills that you owe. So I got it. I understood. You know what I'm saying? And so it's 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 like, how do you make life easier in the quarantine for him? And and how do you kind of get him to pivot from what he knows to what it is? And you know, hopefully this won't last as long as forever. But you know what I'm saying? How do you? How do you get them to to the next space? You know what I mean? And that's that was an unintended, unforeseen circumstance that I had to deal with. Like, damn, okay, I didn't think about that. You know what I'm saying? Because like you got kids at home, it's like how they really adapt into this shit in their in their real self, not just getting by and getting through the day and not pissing you off or not stepping on your toes and being in your way while you're trying to work. It's how are they actually dealing with this shit. Because I think. Some of them are taking it a little harder than we think. Mm. So what did you find? What did you, what did you, any solutions that you came this, to? This was just yesterday. I don't know. <laughs> you know what I'm oh, you still trying to figure it yeah, out? This was, this is a, a very new scenario. This is real time quarantine. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah. New age situation. Yeah. What I thought was very new age was the fact that you just called your son a nerd and it wasn't in a real derogatory fashion. It shows <laughs> shit is different now. You called him a nerd and then at the same breath said his clothes was fresh and all types of other shit. I was like, well, wait a minute. This this don't even line up. Yeah, this yeah. This is a new America. Yes, yeah, it's, it's very new. Like, you know, he's a he's a hybrid, you know what I mean? He he's definitely top of the food chain in the classroom. That's what he that's what he thrives on. That's his thing. Like, you know, right. it's always been that way. So but he's always, you know, saying he's coming into wanting to get fresh, and mm-hmm. and a lot of that, you know, it, it p- plays into getting fresh because you could do your research, you know, you know, what I'm saying, you know, when, mm. what, how, you know, what I'm saying. 
So he actually puts thought into what he does as far as his clothes, which, you know what I'm saying, which, you know, makes him kind of like a hybrid. So he, he knows how to look fresh but in his way, you know what I'm saying, and still represent what what he represents. He calls himself he calls himself a nerd. Like, you know what I'm saying, his Instagram has nerd in it, you know what I'm saying? So, right. So, you know, I'm not just saying it because I'm saying it's just something he aligned himself with. Another N-word reclaimed. Ah, <laughs> uh, shit, man. Well, that's that's fucking that's that's dope. That's some fly shit, man. Uh, so <laughs> what you laughing about? Uh, it, you didn't, it didn't feel fly when I was going through it. Like, damn. Oh uh, yeah, overlooked. Man, I know, overlooked. Yeah. Maybe fly wasn't the best choice of words. <laughs> you know, you know, how you just be trying to keep the mood light. Yeah, 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 nah, that's motherfucker. Wasn't paying attention. I'm trying to be like you, my nigga. <laughs> like, all right, well, okay. I just told you I came from a funeral, but uh, you know, you 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 say what you want to say. No doubt. <laughs> oh shit, man. Anyway, <sighs> so uh, what? I mean, so you saying you've been you got that you got to you got check on. See, that's the beauty. I mean, not the beauty, mm-hmm. but that is definitely a big difference. Quarantining alone versus quarantining with children and and a wife and everything else, there's a lot more uh, there's a lot more interaction that I'm not having to do. Right, you know what I'm saying? There's not any uh, there's not a whole lot of shit to consider outside myself. You know what I mean? Uh, I don't know if that's a good thing or a bad thing. Nah, that's cool because it, yeah. it is what it is. You know what I'm saying? You, you have to you have to deal with what you're dealing with, not not other people. You know what I'm saying? Your quarantine is yours, and you had to get through it how you need to get through it. Cause yeah, it is. That's true. Pros and cons on both sides. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Um, <clears throat> one of our listeners, uh, Ro, Ro is Famous, I think the name of it. He, he, uh, yeah. Yeah, Ro is Famous. He did a short film during the quarantine that he shot himself. Really? He edited it himself. He, he played the main actor. Um and it's about quarantining alone. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Being black in quarantine by yourself. But the character actually has the the virus. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And I thought it was I thought it was a very brilliant way to make use of the time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. To to right. to shoot something on your own. Cause right. you know, a lot of times you think, yeah, I should shoot something, but then it's like, damn, I'm gonna be the fucking actor and shit. And um I think he pulled it off in a way that was that was that was cool, man. It was like shit, man. I wish I had thought about that. You know what I mean? And, I checked um, that out. Yeah, yeah. And um, he, uh, you know, it was it was funny because when he sent it to me, I was after I watched it, I was kind of like, how the hell you came up with the symptoms? You know what I'm saying? Because he played mm-hmm. out certain symptoms, and it's like, oh shit! Like how you came? And he was like, I, I know some people who had it, and they described it to me. You know what I'm saying? Mm. And what they were going through and their mindset and and um <clears throat> and then he 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 put it in the he put it in his performance and I thought it was very dope and I think you know what I'm saying he should uh shit man he's, it should be something that can can get his career going in that way because he's like this is his first narrative 
like he usually do documentary style. So, um, you know, I was like, man, send this shit to everybody, dog. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I got to see that shit. Yeah. I ain't, I ain't I'll shoot it. it to you. I'll shoot it to you. Yeah, yeah. this shit is crazy. It's, uh, Instagram is Ro, R-O-W-E, is famous. All Ro right. is famous. I think he's out of uh, Kansas City. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, shout out to Ro for doing that, man. If it's... uh. If it's public, then maybe we could put it on the on the Facebook page and shit. Right. You know what I mean? I, I'll check it out. I, I'll see if it's public now. It wasn't yesterday, yeah. but I'll see if okay. it is now. Yeah. That, uh-huh. I, and, uh, you know, it, it's just wild because because now, yeah. as opposed to the in the beginning weeks when it was like, ah, oh, black people can't get this shit. You know what I'm saying? So, right. So right. a lot of people starting to be a lot of people who I know that's getting it. You know what I'm saying? Various, mm-hmm. various ways. You know, some is in the hospital, some. Don't have symptoms, you know what I'm saying? Just on quarantine. Uh, so I'm just going through the ups and downs of the shit. So it's like, <clears throat> it's just wild because it's, it's real now. It's getting closer, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's it is Rona season for real. And it is it's definitely familiar. You definitely, you, you feel the impact. You definitely, if you don't know somebody intimately, you must know somebody that knows somebody, you know? I've definitely... Uh, Giving more than my fair share of condolences over these last couple of weeks. Mm. More than, you know, more than often, more than usual. I'll, speaking of that, though, I'll, on the other side of this, you know, uh, I was reading this this interview, not this interview, but this story in the Times about the people that got coronavirus fairly early mm-hmm. who beat the virus. And now I guess they got the antibodies and are seemingly immune right and uh-huh. how they're re-entering this empty ass society you know what i mean because they don't have to really stay in the house because they you know they're they aren't a threat to anybody because they aren't contagious allegedly mm-hmm. you know they got the antibodies and they they can't catch it because they caught it already right. so now they just in the world and what the what the existence is to be in a world where Damn near the world is shut down. You know, it's only really the essential places. I was reading that. That was an interesting story. Kind of initially, I found myself, I don't want to say envious, but I was like, damn, they they might get to enjoy these low airfares. But I was thinking, you know, that's the first thing that I thought. I was like, oh shit, they can get on the flight and be good. Go to, you know, go to Paris for fucking two hundred dollars and get it. But then I realized you fly all the way over there and realize that shit shut down like your block. Right. So you know, it ain't it ain't the best thing. And but that's is it that's gotta be a mind that you fuck. Can't get it again. Well, no, because this is as they calling it what the novel virus, mm-hmm. you know, mean or the novel coronavirus, meaning that, you know, they shit is still under review. Right. You know, so I, everything I, is new. I think it was some cases in China where people got it again. But, but yeah, look you know, at that. But you know. So it's still like you enter the world, you still don't know because this shit's so new. It's like we think we know, and then we just go out. Oh, yeah, the, the, the shit. Black people can't catch it. Then we got it. You know what I'm saying? Then it's like, yeah, yeah. You don't need a mask. Then it's shit. You need a mask. <laughs> you know what I mean? Right. Yeah, it's crazy. It's crazy, and I'm sure those people get looked at, bugged out too. Why? Because that, that's the shit. Like you know, when you see people anymore? outside, you're like, what the fuck? I mean, it's people you outside doing out there? anyway. Like, it's, it's yeah, not, but it's a, not doing a lot. But it's it's people out there. Yeah, it's people out there. It's people out there. But you know, there's still this uh, this. Or oh, I've been seeing there's still this attitude of 
Yo, y'all need to keep it. Y'all need to stay in the house. Like, really, let's stay in the house. Let's flatten this curve. I know, you know, like, it's a it's a weird, it's like a, a, a weird balance of people just like, yo, I can't stay in the house all the fucking time. I'm going to have to walk around the block. I got to get some exercise. I got to do something. I'm going I'm to I'm keep my space. I'm a social distance, but I, I need to get some of this, this fucking oxygen out here. Right. You know what I mean? I'm going crazy. You know, there's that. But then there's also <clears throat> motherfuckers having picnics and volleyball games and shit like that as if this shit ain't even going on no more. They just they just living their life as if there's not a pandemic. Right. You know what I mean? And then that that becomes the problem. You know what I mean? So who's to say, though? Because now, you know, at first people are looking at those type of people as selfish people. Those people could be needless. They could be killing people and they don't know. You know, that's the, that's the, the story, the propaganda they're giving you. But who knows? Maybe this cat went through it and he got the antibodies that he think he good. You know, and he wanted to do something. So we don't know from afar is what I'm saying. No doubt. You know, speaking of don't know from afar and, and, and kind of related to that Roe's famous situation, I had that moment a couple times this week where I have to ask myself, am I crazy or am I just vlogging? Because there's a lot of just yelling into a camera, and I was thinking, like, I was getting really intense with some shit earlier today, mm-hmm. and I was like, if you was just outside in the hallway, you would definitely think a motherfucker was going through a breakdown, <laughs> you know? <laughs> this shit was ridiculous. But, uh... I mean, know. are you vlogging? I'm vlogging, I'm just not publishing it, so I guess I'm crazy. I'm actually, like I said, I'm just fucking with these cameras. I got a lot of these cameras, uh-huh. and I'm learning these shots. And I'm starting to record shit. And the recording process is not the the hardest part. The recording process is all right, but then going back into the edit mm-hmm. and dealing with all of that footage and all of that tedious shit. So uh but yeah, today I was I was um I was shooting some shit while I was making a juice. <laughs> That's the content level. That's how riveted it is. They could make it a juice. But uh yeah, so I was doing that shit. I'm just trying to figure out how to work with two cameras or multiple cameras and, you know, get the editing shit going and all of that. I just realized the footage I shot today, probably, I probably can't really use it because I did two cameras, but in one shot, you see the other camera. You know what I mean? <laughs> so That's that fine. Do- you know what I'm saying? Just send them a Veritate, man. It is what it is, man. Uh, Sometimes like you just got to, you know, you got to live with it. it. You got to live with what you got, man. And, and it's not yeah. bad that you see the other camera. They think, oh, he got a budget. <laughs> I guess. Nigga I guess that's it. Nigga got three cameras. This <laughs> nigga got a another visible camera. He's driving. You know what I'm saying? Oh <laughs> uh, shit. I thought it was magic, these angles. Oh <laughs> uh, shit, man. Uh what's what did you see did you see the uh the beat battle this weekend? I was thoroughly uh, engaged in the beat battle this weekend. You was fully engaged? I was fully. I was all in. Yeah, fully. yeah, yeah. Let's was, talk about that I shit. Was, yeah. I was, you know, had my fake gunshots in there. Boop, 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 boop. You okay. Know what I'm I, I was, you know what I'm saying? I was grooving. At a certain point, when they finally found their groove, when they started getting to the real shit, you know what I'm saying? Right. It was kind of like going, it's like song for song. It's like two DJs going song for song, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. So it, it got real good at a certain point, but like after the twenty songs was over, really, <laughs> you know what yeah. I'm saying? After yeah. they got the, all right, the battle is over. Let's just play some joints. That's when all the real joints came out. Yeah, let's just enjoy this. Yeah, let's have a good time and shit. I think <clears throat> we're gonna get into the battle, but I think one thing that I've noticed 
I'm not a developer or anything like that, but that is there's a sore need for either an audio company to step up to the plate and develop some new shit or just to reintroduce some shit to where you get consistent pristine audio via Instagram live. If there's some type of preamp or some type of filter that like is standard that everybody could download so that Premiere got the same type of sound as the RZA as but, opposed to everybody saying, yo, okay, RZA doing like, I'm going to jump into the iRig. How's the iRig sound? All right, but I'm going to do this now and I'm, I'm yeah, off the Bluetooth. But see, that's the problem. See, see, here go the thing. What's happening thing. is everybody got to be regular now. You know what I'm saying? All your fancy shit don't matter no more. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Instagram is not built for your fancy rig up. You know what I mean? It's built mm-hmm. for your regular ass phone. Point your camera, shoot it. You know what I'm saying? That's it. So the people who got it down right, like Premiere, is they're positioning their, their camera and their speakers right, and they have it at a, a level that the phone can, you know what I'm saying, pick up. So what happens is a lot of guys try to turn the shit up and then the big A&R speakers don't register in the phone. The phone is trying to actually block those sounds out as background sounds. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. So it's trying to pick up just the mid-range levels of where it would be if someone was talking on the phone. So Premier, he got it right. His engineer had him set up right. RZA kept trying to do all kind of these high-tech things. You know what I'm saying? Then, you know, he tried to hook a mic up to it and da-da-da. None of that shit be working. You could see that on Puffy's telethon that he did. See how everybody called in, sound real clear. And his shit was sounding kind of muffled because they was trying to go through the big system and play the big speakers because mm. they needed to get hype. You know what I'm saying? Right. So Instagram is really not built for that shit. You know what I'm saying? YouTube handles all that shit a lot better. You know, where mm-hmm. you could run shit in and, you know what I'm saying, you catch the sound, YouTube, live, is built for that. But everybody, the consumers, are on Instagram. Everybody's yeah. following is on Instagram. So you kind of got to deal with the rules of what, what it is. I'm sure Instagram is going to do some upgrades after all of this attention they're getting and all these celebrities jumping in on it. So I'm sure they probably will do some upgrades but right now, it's built for regular phones, man, just regular shit. And if you if you live in that space and you actually operate in that space, it's gonna come it's gonna come out clean. Mm. Yeah, but even what you just said is what I'm saying. That type of information should be standard to all. Maybe there is a thing like where there's a there's some type of PDF that you gotta look at before you even compete. You know, like if all these people gonna be there, they send out the PDF. This is how you should arrange your well, speakers. This right. is the levels. You right. know what I mean? This is what this is this is what we've seen to work. Right. You know what and I mean? That should be on Swiss and Timberland, really, because yeah, we we actually we are actually out of the range of what Instagram is meant to do. Right. So we're we're in another space. You know, black people be innovating. Like the technology yeah. will catch up, but right now we're kind of like rigging it up. So <clears throat> really what I think is Premier or his engineer should be the technical go-to for everybody. You mm. know what I'm saying? All right, this how you do it. Because right. his shit was solid all the way through. He didn't move his phone. His sound was, was the same all the way through. You can hear him talking. You can hear his music. Um, yeah. You know, the RZA was, you know, going back and forth trying, you know, it's unfair because these guys are used to doing studio shit. You know what I'm saying? 
and being in the lab and, and doing it the real way. But they're in the world of regular shit now. <laughs> and it's like, it's like everybody is on the same level. It's, you can even see it in the haircuts, dog. You know what I'm saying? It's like the nigga's beard's growing out. He got the grays showing. You know what I'm saying? Khaled looking like the bodega owner. You know what I'm saying? I saw that meme, yeah. Everybody everybody is in the regular space now. It's like, you know what I'm saying? You ain't got your stylist there or your barber. You know, some cats ain't social distancing. Like, you know what I'm saying? Boosie. You know what I'm saying? But other people, they they taking it serious and and, and their regular is coming out. And and you're competing on a platform that's for regular people. Hmm. Interesting. Yeah, I guess that's an interesting idea. I guess so. I guess so. I mean, it's funny though because Instagram wasn't as as you're saying. I don't know if that's Instagram is the platform for regular people because I do think that I just think that this situation is making everybody regular, and Instagram is just capturing it because typically. Instagram is all Instagram has been the platform for fronting. You know what I mean? Yeah, it's the filter with, platform. With pictures, There's a lot of and still with with just point your phone, hit the button and shoot from your phone, not to put your it's not set up to cuz I've tried to do all kind of shit and and try to run shit into my Instagram and it don't it's not set up for. Mm. Like video wise, you're not, you know what I'm saying? You can't you know, record a thing and then and then do it live like you're faking live. You have to actually be live, and it has to actually be coming through your phone, and you can't do it from your computer. And right, so it's like you have to you have to deal with. Okay, I had to do it like a phone would do it. Mm-hmm. Man, what you think of the battle? I loved it, man. Um, <clears throat> I think you know, saying both of those guys, they were they were matched up properly. There was a good matchup. They actually kind of, their styles, their styles are, are alike. You know what I'm saying? The more you listen to them back to back, they had similar styles. Um, <clears throat> of course, you know, I lean more towards RZA because his shit was more um, relatable to me. And mm-hmm. and we know we had the, you know, we had the group discussion going on during the battle, you know what I'm saying? Had, you know, partners over here and friends over there, everybody chiming in, you know what I'm saying, as it was going on. And after the battle, I had a discussion with a friend of mine who's, you know, from New York and lived mm-hmm. in that era and came up in that era. And it was just like, oh, shit, the premiere was, you know what I'm saying? When he played that shit, it was so... But it's like a lot of those songs didn't reach to where I was at. You know what I'm saying? Right. So right. it was like that was backpack music where I was at. But the RZA, they had enough reach to even if you wasn't into the Wu-Tang, you heard some of them joints. You know what I'm saying? And so it was, in that case, it was more familiar to me what the RZA was doing. Even though Premier <clears throat> Selection was better. It's always, it's always most beneficial to the guy who goes second the whole battle. You know what I'm saying? Because they had an opportunity to really just counter whatever you put up. Right. Right, right, right. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I think that this, it definitely reveals what type of hip-hop you were raised on. You know, mm-hmm. what was your, you know, because as, as universal as hip-hop is or has become, growing up, everybody, even even regionally, had their own specific diet of hip-hop. Right. You know, like back in the day when hip hop, you know, when it was like on some old, 
some headphone shit. You know what I mean? You just got some shit going on on your Walkman or whatever. Or, you know what I mean? And you got this in your headphones, whatever tape you made or whatever mix you put together. You know, that was very personal to you. So it was like who you fucked with early. So like, you know, with this whole shit, like how you said, you know, you are, uh, <clears throat> you you more leaning more towards RZA. I'm definitely a Primo cat. You know what I mean? Like I I, I grew up on Primo. Primo is the guy. Primo to me, I don't know. Maybe we started maybe like in '97 when he started. Maybe maybe a little later than that when he started to like kind of work with people outside of Gangstar. But like getting a Primo beat for an MC, that shit is like that's like getting an award. You know, that's 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 sign of saying, yo, you made it, Pop. Right. You were you a certain type of MC. Everybody can't claim to have a primo beat. You know, like it wasn't always it wasn't as accessible as certain other like certain other producers to where if you had the budget, they'll fuck with you. Mm-hmm. Premier is probably one of the closest to like the sticklers of ah, I gotta listen to your bars. You right. know, there's a few, there's a few rappers that have said, you know, I, I kind of approached Premier to, to do some shit for me, and I, 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 I kind of got spun out. You know, it kind of, <laughs> it kind of, kind of curved me a little. You know, politely. Right. You know, and um, so to that, to that, that um, to that point, when motherfuckers do get down with Premier, they step their shit up because there's been a certain level of like excellence. That's re, you know that's related to it. Was, right. And then on top of that shit, like what Rizzo was saying to Premier, just the way that shit sounds, just how like he said thick, but just how thick and how dense and how hard the drums hit, like it's a mm-hmm. it's a it's a certain type of thing. Right. So and, uh, and, yeah. And for me, I didn't experience a lot of that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But now, just like you said, MC stepped up when <clears throat> when they got with Premier. It seemed mm-hmm. like Premier stepped up when he got, like, with the bigger artists. You know what I'm saying? So, like, on the Biggie album, like, shit. I mean, kicking the dough, 10 Crack Commandments, that's like, shit, goddamn. It seemed like mm. he, he stepped it all. You know what I mean? He, he stepped into a lane that was like, whoa. Um, the Jay-Z joints, you know what I'm saying? Even though they weren't the biggest records where I was from, you know what I'm saying? But you could hear that it was a still a different kind of groove to the – to the beats that he had with Jay, and that may be because of those are the ones Jay may have picked or Biggie may have picked, you know what I'm saying? Um, mm-hmm. <clears throat> so, I mean, I was definitely respecting and I definitely respect that he's actually from Houston or Texas mm-hmm. and came to New York and, and was able to really give New York a sonic sound that, that made an error. I just wasn't here for that error. So yeah. a lot of it missed me. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, you, you heard, like, when the East End in the house from J. Root of Damager just from, like, Rap City or some shit. But uh-huh. that wasn't no song that ever played anywhere that you went. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. Like, I mean, come clean. Yeah, like, um, when the East is in the house, oh, my God, danger. It's danger, actually. Yeah, that's not, but that's not a J. Root. Who is that? I forget who that is. Uh, that's dangerous, J. Root. No, it's not. No, it's not. Who is it? I forget. When the East Hold on, yeah. we gotta go that's, to the research right yeah, here. Yeah, I don't think that's J, I don't think that's J. Ro. Go ahead. Yeah, yeah. I, don't I think that's um. Oh, that's Blase Blah. Yeah, Blase Blase Blah. Yeah, exactly. Blase Blase. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's um. I think that's PF Cutting that did that beat. Oh, word. That one. That wasn't um. I don't think that's Primo. I don't think that's PF Cutting. Yeah. Um. 
But um, my yeah, bad. See, I think I'm I could be wrong. I don't know nothing about that shit. <laughs> I get it, but I, I appreciate I, <laughs> I appreciate what you're going with. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, nah, it's all good. But you know, yeah, though, that's so that was one of those things. It was like, you know, like I never, I wasn't because I've been hearing a lot of people saying, "Yo, a lot of y'all was really just, just kind of just disrespecting Rizzo off the rip." Da 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 da. Y'all were kind of. Saying he ain't have a shot, all of this type of shit. Yeah, true, they did. I yeah, I wasn't amongst that. I respect Riz's uh, because as ill as Primo is, I think Rizza is that like revolutionary. You know what I mean? Like he was, he was, his style was just so unorthodox and consistently mm-hmm. unorthodox. Like every time you heard, you're like, oh, like it don't sound like nothing else. Right. You know, like. What the RZA did for me, you know what I'm saying, being in an outer market, I'm in Miami, <clears throat> and he came, Wu-Tang sound, all that stuff. He was making that unorthodox sound. Like, it, it didn't have no 808s, you know what I'm saying? It didn't have, you know what I'm saying? It was just like, what the fuck is going on? It right. was like jazz. It was like, it was like avant-garde jazz, but he would still find the groove in that avant-gardeness that felt like, ooh, God, okay. Made you actually right. want to dance a little bit. You know what I'm saying? Even on some unorthodox shit. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, once he got into his bag on the battle and started playing some of that shit after the 20 songs, it was like, oh, shit, dog, you should have played this shit way early. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. when I first moved to New York and that Triumph beat was out, like, uh-huh. You could hear that instrumental, like that instrumental just would be playing somewhere. It wasn't even like the song all the time. It was just like you just hear that beat. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like, oh yeah. shit. <laughs> that shit, that was hard. So, you know, for me, it it just his his joints, his hard records just hit in a different kind of way. Like the first uh-huh. time I ever heard I heard Wu Tang clan something to fuck with, right? It ain't nothing to fuck with. But the first time I heard it out in the streets. In Miami, like uh, like niggas playing it in the car, mm-hmm. it was like, wait a minute, like this ain't supposed to happen, cause like it's a lot of New York records didn't get burned in Miami, but we was you know on the strip, it was on Seventh Ave, you know where they you know basically where the cars go up and down in between Fifty Fourth Street and Seventy Ninth Street, between Willie Taylor Burger King and Jumbos. All of the Broms, all of the Verts, you know what I'm saying? Everybody lined up in the different places, right? Mm-hmm. And, you know, once you hit the strip, you want your sound to be hitting right. So I guess these cats, they timed that shit perfectly. You know what I'm saying? That Wu-Tang clan ain't nothing to fuck with came on. Mm-hmm. And then it was like Tiger style. <laughs> Tigers. Then, the, then you hit a and then that motherfucking bass line came in. That nigga had that sound right. Boom, 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 boom. I was like, oh, <laughs> shit. Niggas was losing their mind. Like, what the fuck? And you know what I'm saying? You could tell that he felt that he felt every inch of that record. You know what I'm saying? The nigga driving. Mm-hmm. Like, he was in there by himself just, you know what I'm saying? Just grilling everybody down. Like, yeah, nigga. <laughs> Y'all didn't think I was going to play it, but I did. Mm-hmm. That gave resonated. me a, yeah, it gave yeah. me a whole new respect for what RZA was doing because, again, while it was unorthodox and avant-garde, it still hit certain, it still hit certain benchmarks in music mm. that make the hood feel it, no matter where you at. Mm. 
Yeah. So who did you have win? Who was your what was your score? Because I saw you you hit me. You said my score was a very New York score. Uh, what did you? What, what was your? Response? That was because we was just having that New York conversation. I right, had right. I had RZA barely. You know what I'm saying? Really? Okay. Barely. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Just because a lot of the records that he played when his sound was fucked up, they uh-huh. were better than the records that RZA played. Just in my own. You know what I'm saying? In my in my spectrum. You know what I'm saying? To me. Wait, you mean they're better than the records that Primo played? Right, that, that Primo played. I'm sorry. Okay. Ebro, hold uh, on. Ebro had the the list. Yeah, I got the list somewhere. And then too. after they went on the twenty, RZA just went on a a, a rip. But you know, what I'm saying a lot of people ain't count that shit. Yeah, it was too late after that. I don't even remember those. Like, like Royce, the like, like boom, break, like uh, yeah, he played boom, but he had to play incarcerated Scarface. Like, no way in the world boom beats that. You know what I'm saying? To me. But a lot of people, yeah. because you know what I'm saying? Again, when you go second, people just react to the song. Oh, yeah, that beat was hard. You know what I'm saying? But I don't think he won that round, my nigga. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. I, I think I gave that to him. Hold on. What, what, what round was that? That was late. That was uh, 19. Criminology. Like, oh, it cost Red Scarfaces versus Boom. Yeah, yeah. I, gave, I gave that to RZA. I, I, that even, to RZA. I even gave, like, um, Unbelievable and and ice cream. Ice cream. Yeah, I gave that to ice cream, dog. That's that's just me because I felt like ice cream was a big record. It played in the clubs. It played outside. And where I was from, unbelievable didn't make it off the album. Oh my goodness! Yeah, unbelievable was a huge summer record. Just like uh, uh, ice cream. Just from. like ice that's cream. What I'm saying. No, 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 no. That's what I'm saying. But where I was at, yeah, no, both of them were rocking. One was like unbelievable was a big summer record. Uh, obviously, ice cream was a huge record. And then the fucking, the damn video took it to the next level because they had the ice cream truck with the. That's I think that was like either that launched Wu-Wear or right when Wu-Wear was cracking. So they had the all of the different shades of uh, women and the different t-shirts and shit. So they had the mm-hmm. ill merch angle to the shit. So like it, Wu shit was always. That's the other thing too. Wu was it was a movement. You know what I mean? It was they organized all them motherfuckers, which was a feat in itself, just to have all them wild motherfuckers moving in a unison, Mm -hmm. especially in the beginning. You know what I mean? Moving as an army and like you know the shit was, it was it was it was intentional. So yeah, I could see that. I gave that shit a tie. Right, I gave that a tie. And then like in the early on when he had the fucked up sound, when he had yeah Ghostface Killer run. Versus mm-hmm. the Karras One record, I was like, "Come on, man, Run is ridiculous." You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's bananas. That was that's like, bananas. but his sound was kind of messed up. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just didn't hit. You know what I mean? But like, shame on the nigga versus Daz Effects, real hip hop. Come on, man, shame on the yeah. nigga, man. Come on. Like out of those first seven records, I had RZA with with five of the wins. You know what I'm saying? To me, yeah, I hear you. I hear you on the on the shame on it. What's that number six? Yeah, I went primo on that. Only reason I went on, only reason I went to that was because Rizza's his uh, his sound was it was undermining. The That's shit. what I'm it saying. But I'm saying, nasty. but you know, you know what shame on a nigga is. Man. Yeah, but we can't do it like that. We can't do it like we got to no. When you at us, it ain't audio quality. Yeah, we calling this shit. I mean, it's a verse. It's a beat battle. This is like it's almost like a sound clash. Nah, you know what I mean? Nah. And if your speakers is trash, nah, and man. we sound clashing, and my nah. shit come in, boom, and the bass line is thumping, 
I, I got to go over here. I mean, I if we're going to go, go by those here. rules, then yeah, Primo won just off of yeah. default. But nah, nah not for beat default. for beat. You go play them records right now together in your home, man. And it ain't going it ain't going to match up like that. But that's, I dig that's it. I hear me. that and that's I I could me. I feel that. I feel that and I understand that. That's a valid point. I'm just saying cuz I I took it to consideration the presentation. Cuz it was a battle. It wasn't like it wasn't just like you said earlier Cause if we just looking at this shit on paper, it's gonna it's gonna look on paper differently than what it was. Like right. I think that's why anybody I even talk to about this shit, I'm like, were you there live? Cause if you wasn't there live, and then you just looking at the playlist, but, it's it's a little different. But but even they, still, even go ahead. even still, even though I could, cause I could hear the record through the fucked up sound. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I know that that goddamn run is what it is i'm like oh, oh i gave that to sick. yeah i gave run to rizza i gave yeah, that man. yeah what was what was run going up against hold on let me see where that shit was at uh where the fuck was that at oh that was up against uh yeah mc's act like they don't know which is a very stereotypical real hip-hop record that's very, like, if we go back to settings and shit, that's very SOBs, right. especially now, like, early crate, very, you know, head nod shit, very, you know, purist-ass hip-hop shit. Right, right. But, uh, yeah, and, run and, is And a lot, of, a lot of the Primo records felt like that to me because some of them I didn't know, you know what I mean? Right. Some of them I, 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 I've heard and I, my, my New York niggas would play it and shit like that, but I right. didn't know the record like that. So yeah. again, it's all a lot of it is based on where you were at during that right. time, and because yeah. the people who were in New York definitely gave that shit to Primo, because yeah. from what I understand, that the RZA shit wasn't even hitting like that in New York on the like on the ground ground like that. Mm. So you know, <clears throat> you know, and then you know, what I'm saying again, one of the other things we had in the conversation was that you know, the borough politics of Staten Island being whack. You know what I'm saying? The only thing mm. saved Wu was that uh, old Dirty Bastard was from Brooklyn. You know what I'm saying? So it was kind of like, wow. where I'm from, like, you don't even know the borough politics like that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they definitely, I mean, you know, Staten Island's a forgotten borough. No, you know, no that, doubt. That, you know, it. so... So that yeah, they was going up against that whole stigma. That's why, that's why niggas from Staten. That's why they still to this day most people call Staten Island Shaolin. Right. You know what I mean? Like that <laughs> shit is nobody even really refer to fucking Staten. Island. Staten. That take too long to say Shaolin. <laughs> niggas say that shit in twenty twenty. Um, speaking of that, uh, not speaking of that, but um, related to that. Uh, I don't know. I was just on. I was just on Instagram Live. I was just, you know, going through a bunch of Instagram Lives, and uh, my man B Dot from Rap Radar had Jermaine Dupree in his live, and B Dot has been campaigning for this JD versus Diddy battle for the longest. Nah, yo, they need to have this. Well, hold on, let me let me go through because I want to hear your response to the whole shit, your reaction, to everything. Okay. So you know, it was it was getting a little bit of steam or whatever, and then um. And B-Dot, he from Queens, so I guess he, I don't know if he's the one that brought this out, but he was like, what about Trackmasters versus JD? Right. That, and I've that's, been think, that's, that's well, fair. Well, hold on, hold on, let me finish. But then I was thinking, because I've been thinking, I was like, I've been thinking for, about somebody for Trackmasters. Mm -hmm. Trackmasters is kind of like, I don't want to say 
forgotten a little bit, but they mm-hmm. they might not get all the flowers that they deserve. You mm-hmm. know, Trackmasters was kind of pre-Neptune's big record people. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, oh, you got to go see Tone and Pope. Them niggas going to get you on the right. radio. Yeah, no doubt. Um, but, so anyway... Jermaine Dupri, you know, he it got, I don't say got heated, but he was definitely excitedly pleading his case. Mm-hmm. Like, he even went as far as to say, uh, when they, because when B Dot was like, because he was saying, yo, he said, look, you can only battle once. Mm-hmm. He said, and I'm only, I only really want to battle somebody on my level. You Who know what I mean? I only, this is what JD said. I only okay. want to battle somebody on my level. Okay. He said, he said, and I don't like the fact that Cats are saying that I'm ducking people. Because from the first battle, when it was Swiss and Timberland, I was in the comments saying, yo, I got whoever win this. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And he said, I ain't never duck no smoke or none of this type of shit. Right. He said, uh, and so they were saying, well, shit, I think you versus Trackmasters would be good. That's what, you know, B. I was kind of pitching that. Mm-hmm. And Jermaine Dupri says, uh, look, I'm from Atlanta. He kind of he uh, hit the regional shit like you. He said, look, I'm from Atlanta. And uh, I make music for the world. He said, where I'm from... Niggas don't even know who the track masters are. <laughs> I said, God damn. I, said, damn. I had to jump in the comments. I was like, that's Drop spicy the bomb. talk. Drop the bomb. Yeah. So then he was, yeah. <laughs> he was saying, you know, like, you know, people have been saying, you know, Puff's name. People have been saying Dre's name. He said, you know, it's got to be something like that. Because, you know, Jermaine Dupri will always hang his hat on this. He was like, look. How many niggas is in the Songwriters Hall of Fame? <laughs> he love to go to that. He love to go to that shit. That's that's his little four touchdowns in one game, Al Bundy shit. Right, right, right. But uh, so then he, you know, he was kind of saying, "Yo, he's he's here for Puff if Puff is, you know, saying whatever." So then Puff jump in the comments. Mm. You know what I mean? And Puff like, look, he said, uh, "What he say?" He said, "Look, he said first off, he said Trackmasters might smoke you." And said that to Jermaine, right? <laughs> and then, <laughs> so Jermaine kind of, you know, laughed it off a little bit. And uh, and then niggas were saying, but because uh, they were saying, who was Puff trying to call out? Jermaine was like, nigga, Puff tried to call out Dre. That's what he said, call out Dre. So Puff said, yeah, Dre. So he said, see, I told you it was Dre. He called out Dre. Then Puff was like, and you too. <laughs> so then... <laughs> So it looked like the shit might happen. I don't know. We'll see what's what. Well, uh, what's see, your thoughts? I mean, my thoughts, context-wise, while Jermaine had the South popping, you know what I'm saying? Right. He, he was the innovator of his space. You know what I'm saying? He ruled the roost. His sign, So So Death, is welcome to Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? He had that sign. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You come in Atlanta, that's the first thing you're going to see. You know what I'm saying? He ran the town. You know what I'm saying? And we all seen what Atlanta has done. But <clears throat> in the grand scheme of things, JD's production was always kind of like the stepchild to Puffy's and Dre's. You know what I'm saying? A lot of what he did was coming after what they did and just kind of remixing what they did. You know what I'm saying? Yep. So like Jagged Edge is kind of like the remix of 112. You know what I mean? The Brat mm-hmm. was like the girl version of Snoop. Man. You know what I mean? So... <clears throat> from a critical perspective, it was always like him trying to do what everybody else is already successful at doing. You know what yeah. I mean? Even Criss Cross was, you know, you'll hear Naughty by Nature say, well, that was just some little kid us. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Doing the little jump dance that they was doing on OPP. You know what I mean? So he, well, he said to his 
credit. Uh, Jermaine Dupri said he got the whole jump shit from uh, House of Pain. It was, uh, I want it, was it House of Pain? Yeah, I think it was House of Pain. Yeah, he said, you I, know, because House of Pain had to jump around shit. Yeah, and but then, um, he's the like, thing we about it was, Naughty by Nature, they was already doing that little hop step thing that crisscross was doing. Oh, and yeah, that little that, dance. That, that whole little yeah. jump thing was, was in the culture, but you saw it first in the OPP. Up top. Yeah, you yeah. saw it first in OPP, you know what I'm saying? Well, even Busta Rhymes had that, too. And what, which, I'm talking about like, yeah, yeah, you could Leaders be Busta Rhymes, too, you know yeah, what I'm saying? yeah, yeah. Yeah, but, go ahead, though. But, like, the whole little swag was kind of, like, trash and little treaches. Yeah. But anyway, mm-hmm. so that being a, that being an aside, you know what I'm saying? J.D. do have some hits. You know what I'm saying? I don't know if he got enough wherewithal to hang with Puff over, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, the stretch of a battle. But, you know, right. hey, he... Twenty songs, you know what I'm saying? That 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 kind of boils it down. You can you can get your swag up. He I I think he got twenty songs yeah. against Puff's twenty songs. You right. know what I'm saying? Um and and he has a, a, a definite chance of, of winning that. But if you're talking catalog for catalog, then it's like, come on, bro. To me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, I hear you. I hear you. I think uh I don't think it'll be the funny thing about this whole shit is, you know, the twenty song cutoff mm-hmm. kind of introduces a different context because then it definitely comes down to your sequencing and shit like that. If you are a certain caliber of artist to where you have at least twenty joints, mm-hmm. you got a puncher's chance. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, because you know, there's some of these motherfuckers that could go forty, fifty songs, no doubt, and still not be tired. You know what I mean? Still mm-hmm. have shit in the clip. Um, I think if I'm thinking about this, yeah, I agree with you. I always, I, you know, I, I, I definitely see that kind of up close, you know, shit. When I was in school down in Atlanta, that was definitely the refrain. Like, yeah, he kind of, he kind of biting puff. We kind of trying to do what they doing up there with the bad boy movement or whatever. So it was always kind of like, uh, a facsimile on a certain level. And then, and then this whole thing, just you know, the presentation of the whole versus shit. There's a lot of shit talking that mm-hmm. goes on in presentation, mm-hmm. and and JD could talk his shit, but I don't think it's too many niggas in the game that could fuck with Diddy when it come to talking that shit. Nah, you know what I mean? Especially a couple shots of Sorokin with your legacy on the line. I don't think it's too many niggas that know that 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 Mike game is a lot different. And, and, you know what and I mean? politically, you're not going to get as many people on your side as Puff. You know what I'm saying? From yeah. all stretches of life. You know what I'm saying? Now, Puff is in a situation, in a, in a very precarious situation, where his, his new age meant- technology sound processing uh, through the Instagram may suffer. Uh-huh. He may suffer because on his uh, dance-a-thon, his, his audio did suffer because he's trying to go through the big speakers and the mic and and it, yeah. <clears throat> it ain't that. It ain't built for that. But he needs that energy, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. so you know, he he definitely is gonna need some consultation on on his audio program. And he'll do that. He'll find that. You, you know, know that motherfucker will consult with a motherfucker immediately. Because J Lo and A Rod sound crispy clear and he mm-hmm. will sound a little muffled. You know what I'm oh, saying? Oh, yeah. Yeah. I didn't yeah, watch yeah. a lot of that dance. I, I see it about five minutes. I got into uh, it. And then when I see Puff 
Puff Star dead. So I forget what record it is. And, I, and the nigga kind of got loose and revealed he had a like a damn knee brace on. Yeah, 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 yeah. I felt very, too concerned for his meniscus. Yeah, very. I had to get out of there. Convalescent, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, <laughs> the basketball shit. shorts and the knee brace. Yeah. That just wasn't, yeah, that a lot wasn't of Pat the Ewing. Look, you know. Yeah, that was a lot of Pat Ewing in your swag. I had to get out of there. <laughs> I saw, I caught the I caught the clips. Yeah, but, uh, yeah, the yeah. gray, the knee brace, and the basketball yeah. shorts really wasn't. You know what I'm saying? Especially when when Justin and Kristen they got on the swag swag out attire. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They looking like 2020 puff, and he mm-hmm. looking like you know what I'm saying? OG. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Has yeah. been. You know? Yeah, I, I think the you wardrobe could have. Could have took a better look. Yeah, you feel a little succession energy in the room too when you see the youngins <laughs> dancing around them. You could feel it like, like almost like, I pops, we get it, yeah. but pass the torch, baby. Nah, Let's get this torch also, going. What you also saw when they was fucking up. <laughs> oh, he, they didn't. They see what happened. They couldn't keep the groove. Nah, 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 nah. I'm just saying it's like the audio was true. You know, they couldn't figure the audio shit out, right? You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. They playing the shit uh-huh. too loud in the house is what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Mm, really, right. they just needed some little speakers that could translate to the phone speaker. But right. they was trying to do all this other stuff. They had a, a white boy. I guess I guess he was the, his video guy trying to do the tech and shit. None of that shit wasn't working. Yeah. And you know what I'm saying? When they do wild shit, you know, puffer, you know, give that look like, you know what I'm saying? Nigga, you should be fired, but you're my son. You know what I'm saying? And you live here. Right. Right. <laughs> if right. I could fire your ass and cuss your ass out, then I would, but I can't. <laughs> but you're fucking me up right now. That's you know? the succession energy. That's <laughs> <laughs> old Kendall and fucking, you know what I mean? But oh, shit. He definitely, man, he definitely, I guess he, I guess what Puff is trying to do is appeal to the, you know what I'm saying, that he's he's regular, he's he's in the quarantine like everybody else. Mm-hmm. And, you know what I'm saying, so he went with that. But I, I think yeah. he probably, just like audio-wise, they probably should consult with Premiere. Like, uh-huh. the regular man, the rich regular man situation, niggas need right. to consult with Will Smith now. He know how to do it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? He know how to be richer than everybody. Uh-huh. <laughs> but but somehow appealing, appeal. appealing yeah, to yeah, the regular yeah. man. You know what I'm saying? Right. You right. know how to do it. He, everybody you almost forget he rich. Right. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Like I and 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 shout shout out to Jada Pinkett because she's probably the leader in that space by doing her show on Facebook right at the mm-hmm. kitchen table or whatever. You know right. what I'm saying? It's like she probably has the props of because she was the original regular man's boo. You know what I'm saying? She was the mm. crazy, sexy, cool. Everybody loved Jada in our era. Jada was the prototype. You know what I'm saying? What you what you wanted your lady to be like? Wanted to be cool, cute, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying? And right. hold you down. You know what I'm saying? That's what she exuded on her in her roles. And mm-hmm. in in this atmosphere, that is winning because she could sit at the table with her daughter and her mama. Like, that's mm-hmm. regular as fuck. That ain't no super celebrity shit. To sit mm-hmm. down at the table in the kitchen with your mama and your daughter and, and a guest. That's yeah. some regular people shit. And yeah, Will probably yeah, took hangout. Yeah, yeah, Will probably took note and like, you know what? I need to appeal to the regular. Nigga right. got a show on motherfucking Snapchat. You know what I'm saying? He, you know, he doing the regular shit. So guys should probably consult with him on how to do that because he, he mm. he's doing it right. Mm. 
He's the geek squad for uh, the rich and wealthy. Yeah, yeah how to be wealthy and appeal to the regular in this time of everybody's right. regular. Right. You know what I'm saying? Because if not, you might get robbed. Mm-hmm. So. Got you. Get your shit All right, done. let me ask you this. Well, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. No, what are you about done. to say? I'm done. I'm about to just talk to What, shit. if you could have a couple, if you could, are there any matches, like fantasy matches versus, that you would like to see? Oh, I was trying to figure that out. You know what I'm saying? It's tough. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. It's tough. Like, you know, I don't even think Diddy and Dre is a good match. Two totally different yeah. styles. You know what I'm saying? I don't think so either. Two different energies. Like, yeah, two different energies. Yeah. Dre brought it down to, like, the chronic smoking, weed smoking, yeah, down right. bottom era. Puffy was still in the party. So I don't think it's a good match. I don't think Dre really has a good match. Um, Who you got in this Teddy Riley babyface thing coming ooh, up? Ooh, that is. Um, I got Teddy Riley by uh, hair. You know what I'm mm-hmm, saying? Mm-hmm. Just because, you know what I'm saying? I know Teddy Riley has more party joints. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, I know babyface got more ballads and more smooth shit. You know right. what I'm saying? So, but then I don't know. I don't know how far babyface goes back. I don't know what he did before the babyface era. I don't know what he did when it was just LA and babyface producing. So I didn't realize he did a few of them, them Bobby Brown bangers. Oh like yeah, the bangers. Oh yeah, you know what I mean. Oh, yeah. I forgot about that. So yeah, he got don't some, sleep. Don't. I didn't. Fuck yeah, I, I, I was definitely sleeping on his up tempos. I was, you know, yeah. Babyface is definitely, you know, baby making type shit. You know what I mean? Like don't a lot sleep. of. You know, a lot of whining and dining and smooth grooves. You know, yeah, like he's definitely quiet storm, the quiet storm nah, killer. He got some joints, but then you know Teddy Riley. Teddy Riley, New Jack. Come on, New Jack Teddy, swing. Teddy is Riley a, did the show. Yeah. Come you on. You know what I'm saying? With Dougie Fresh and, and That's Slip one of the Rick. best. Come on, nigga. Come on, that shit man. is amazing. Come on. That's amazing. That's one of my Come favorite on. records of all time. I mean, goddamn. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Teddy Riley got some shit. Teddy Riley did keep sweat, nigga. Yeah, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. I mean, you know, it's it's he got joint, he got Michael Jackson joints. He he it's got tough. guy. He got but he got you know guy. what I'm saying? But it's probably closer now. to me that I know Teddy Riley more than I know the shit that Babyface was on because Babyface probably got some shit that I didn't know that's like, ooh. That's, that's the beauty of this whole shit because it always, there's always some, oh, like even with uh, Lil John when he pulled out tour, mm-hmm. that threw me like, oh, shit, I'd have never known. Babyface's music to me had always felt mature. No doubt. So that's kind of why like I, I kind of tuned out because I wasn't even trying to, sometimes you got to have, especially if you're young, and some shit feel mature, you got to have a little bit of patience in your, <laughs> you know what I mean? If you ain't got the patience, like, you know, shit, I wasn't, I wasn't patient enough to really get into all of his jams. I appreciated them from afar, but I, I do, you know, it was like fine art. Yeah, you but, know? but see, so. when you was in it, like, like mm-hmm. I was outside during the Babyface era, right? Okay. Um, I wasn't a, at home. I wasn't a big Babyface fan or whatever, but like when you right. go to the club, like you be in the real club. Like Luke's mm-hmm. first club was called Strawberries, right? Mm-hmm. Strawberry rec, Strawberry Lounge, restaurant and lounge. They had great food. Every hustler in Miami was there. Uh-huh. All the chicks, you know what I'm saying? It was it was going down, right? And you go up in Luke's, I mean in Strawberries, and uh-huh. and at the end of the like, not the end of the night because the shit went all the way into the morning. 
But like at the crucial moment after you played all the hits, all of the whole bass sequence, the whole reggae sequence, they go in straight from reggae into slow jams, right? Mm-hmm. Which was the beauty of how Luke programmed his clubs. It was a program. You actually knew what was going to happen when. So you go from dancing to the regular shit to the bass shit where you're getting hot and sweaty, you up on some ass or some shit like that. Then they, mm-hmm. they throw the reggae on after that. Then you already up on the chick, so you already, you know what I'm saying, reggae and the fuck out the shit. And then the slow jam come slow on. Down. So you ain't got to go look for nobody. You already hot, sweaty, and you got a dance mate. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? The shit was perfect. Right. And then at the, at the, the peak of the slow jam session, they played mm-hmm. a whoop appeal by motherfucking mm. Babyface. And everybody in unison, all of the trappers, the the yeah. hot girls, you know what I'm saying? Everybody. Yeah. This when Long Island Ice Teas and Blue Ice Teas was the shit. So everybody got their blue ice tea up in the air and singing that, you got a whoop appeal. So that shit was the highlight of the night. You couldn't even mm. leave until that happened. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that, like in the streets, Babyface was killing them niggas. You know what I'm saying? It was mm-hmm. like wasn't even fair. Like he was killing it. And but if you if you wasn't outside, you might not know that. You know what I'm saying? Mm. You might look at the video and be like, oh, that's just some smooth shit. But nah, Babyface was in them streets. The streets love that nigga. Oh, I believe it. I believe it. I'm just saying I wasn't I wasn't in that context with it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I, I definitely was affected more by a lot of Teddy Riley shit. His shit, it, it, it spanned a little bit more because his shit right. was the party. Right. Even the the old folk party in the young motherfucker party, like the party right. was, it was the party. Yeah, Teddy it was Riley the jam. got the party. So it's gonna yeah. be interesting. That it's gonna be interesting. I hope they are consulting with DJ Premier on how to do the sound. You yeah. Because I know I think those so. those guys have lived in studios, so they don't know nothing about iPhone technology. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like that's from mm. the, that's from the Soldier Boy era on down. You know what right. I'm saying? So you got to get in. You got to get into it in a way that we can actually hear that shit. Mm. So got to reduce. You got to you got to stri- you got to streamline. You got to strip it down and minimalize. You know what I'm saying? This yes. when this when the little little bitty ass speaker is gonna come through a lot harder than your big A and R speaker. Mm. So you don't got no fantasy battles. And then just off the top I don't, of the head, I, I I didn't um I didn't have a battle because I was looking for, I was looking I I was trying to figure out who would go against JD, um uh-huh. but Trackmaster sound nice. That sounds like a nice battle. He just don't think it sounds sexy, cause he right. know he can, he know he got twenty records that could go up against Drake. You know what I'm saying? Right. He got twenty mm-hmm. records that could go up against Puff. So Trackmasters don't sound like a fair battle, but it it shit. It's a better look for Trackmasters. You it know what I mean? Definitely like is a we, better look you know. for Trackmasters PR-wise. But, right, you know what I'm saying, right. execution, you know what I'm saying, it's a fair fight. Yeah. Um, I was looking for somebody for Dark Child. Remember him, Rodney Jerkins? Uh, I remember him. I Dark just associate him mostly some, with Brandy. But Dark Child got some joints, nigga. That guy, he got some merry joints. That nigga got joints. He was hot as fish yeah. grease during that era. You know what's interesting? Because a lot of this is, it, again, like, I think we said this before, but a lot of this, it's like behind the music. It's making you, the retrospect, the hindsight, it's making you give people another look. Mm-hmm. You know, like I said, Dark Child, 
I just associated with Brandy. I know he mm-hmm. has some shit. He has some shit with Brandy. But, and I'm sure he has some other shit, but it, it makes me, one, like I said, back then, especially certain people from, like, mid to late 90s that were heavy or had a a large a large R&B type of um, catalog, I, I'd, I'd see him, but I wasn't really, I'd see him, but I wouldn't see him. You know what I'm saying? Like, I I seen him in past and I got it, but it wasn't really for me. I respected the plaques and all of that. Like, mm-hmm. but when you revisit a lot of this shit, one, you realize, oh, yeah, this shit was fire. Now now that, mm-hmm. I've, now that I've given it some time, yeah, it was fire. And you see how the people in the room react to it. You're like, okay, this shit, just because I didn't fuck with it don't mean it wasn't a hit. Right. You know what right, I mean? Right, right. There's a lot of that going on with it. But you're saying... um. You like Dark Child. Dark Child versus who? Who are you thinking? Uh, I, you know what? You know what I'm saying? Now that I just thought about it, I didn't have nobody, but now that I just thought about like Dark Child versus Noontime, which is two producers y'all might not be high up on. You might not know them, but they got a lot of hits. Noontime had a lot of them, a lot of I hits. I remember when Noontime was the shit. Now, who was in Noontime? Was it Noonie? Or who was, who was in Noontime? Who was really exactly know. in Noontime? You just knew it was Noontime. I know it was uh, it probably was it was a uh, my man Ryan, Ryan Glover, Noonie. Okay. Uh, I don't know. I, I I don't know. All I know is when you go to Atlanta, Noontime ran that shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah Noontime Them was something. Niggas was yeah. out there with Range Rovers and mansions and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> That's all you knew. Them niggas was getting it. <laughs> That'd be uh, something too, a uh, a uh, flex off. You know what I'm saying? Where y'all just show old footage or old yeah. pictures of where you was killing shit. Yeah, Rodney Jerkins <laughs> had like he got married, he got Brandy, he got Whitney Houston, and nigga got some joints, man. Yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know where he at now. You know what I'm saying? But right. I don't see his name popping up in these conversations. But I definitely know he had hits because I was working at the radio station when mm-hmm. during his era. And everything we seemed to get that was like was popping was like, damn, that nigga Dark Child is killing him. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? He had that share my love with 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 Mary, all that era. You know what I'm saying? Mm. Share my world. Share my world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know what yeah, saying? yeah, yeah. That shit was. Yeah, I'm gonna go back. I'm gonna listen to yeah. it. Yeah, I think for certain cats, this is one of the best things to do PR wise because yeah, it'll no make doubt. it'll make people uh, look at your catalog again. Yeah, so, and I know JD. He want to be. He want to be with the top of the heat because you know what I'm saying he right. he deserved to play in that that space. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. But he was just the runt of that group. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. Even though in Atlanta the nigga was the chief. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? L.A. Babyface, Jermaine Dupri. Yeah, that's what, that's shit. That's what Atlanta was made of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know yeah. That's nah, true. I think he gets a lot of. Uh, <clears throat> I think he gets discounted a lot because he had a lot of like you know not a lot but he had signature kid groups. You know what I'm saying? So it's easy to dismiss crisscross. It's easy to dismiss bow wow. Right. You know what I mean? Like sit like that. Even though the motherfuckers was killing the charts and all of that, but it's very easy to be like ah. Eh, you know what came out when in the the Lil John battle. With mm-hmm. T Pain was that how a lot of people like Puffy they they tried to get Puffy on Usher first. You know mm. what I'm saying Puffy produced yeah. records with Usher first, right. but it didn't work until he got with JD. You know yeah. what I'm saying JD yeah. gave him that that sound. You know what I'm saying so 
Yeah, he 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 had his kid groups, but he also he had records. He got records with Jay Z, Money and Thing. Like, of course, like, that's one nigga, of the best ones. Nigga, no, I'm not. Saying? I'm nigga not saying JD is not that guy. I'm just I understand why a lot of people would kind of, you know, kind of put him in a box. You know, right. that's kind of how he came in on a certain way. Right. But go ahead. I just think I just think because he he followed behind some of the leaders as far mm-hmm. as his style. And his signature style, you know, he just took what other people was doing and put that pillow base to it. You know what I'm saying? Right. Pillow bases like that soft 808. You know what I'm saying? They go up under like R&B and all that kind of shit. So uh-huh. he he put the pillow base to, which was like some of the DJs in Atlanta was already doing. They were making these mixtapes where they'd take a slow jam and then they put the bass beat up under it like a fast bass ass song matched up right. with a slow jam record you know what I'm saying double time and they call that shit pillow bass what's a good record to illustrate pillow bass for people to go reference just so they could kind of um, hear it my boo my boo is the oh, okay. perfect okay. example of pillow okay. bass you know what I'm saying that shit was fire my yeah. boo uh, you know what I'm saying so okay all right, so anybody, you got any other fantasy? You got anything else? So you said Dark Child, who, like anything off the um, top of the head? Nah, nah, who you got? I got a few things here. <laughs> I got uh, a, <laughs> you, saw me, you saw me moving yeah, it along, like, all right. Yeah, let's get to it. <laughs> <laughs> I got a few different things. I got, well, one, I've been seeing this, and I feel like I was one of the first people to say this, and now it looks like it could possibly happen. And this is very hip-hop. You might not be as invested in this one. But uh, Alchemist versus Havoc. I am I invested in that. I understand okay. what that is. Okay. I saw that okay. today. Yeah. yeah, I understand that. You saw, you saw um, Prodigy speaking towards it? I saw Prodigy speaking towards it from a long time ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. So that's one. That would be a great one. That would be a great one. Um, this has been getting a lot of spin around the, the, the timeline and all of that. And uh, it's interesting. Especially if it's just twenty to twenty, and we we uh, keep in mind the shit talk element of it. But Kanye versus Pharrell. Now, the, the, yeah, that's been getting a lot of traction. Ooh. That's been getting a lot of traction because it's no initially there. it's no winners there. Ooh, it's no winners. It's go, and we gonna be the winners. We always yeah, the winners. We, we the winners because twenty songs Kanye versus Pharrell. Come on, man! All you guys yeah. is like it's it's a DJ set, really. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, you might yeah. as well just let D Nice just play the records and shit, and everybody enjoy. So I mean, that's that's been spinning around. That hasn't really been signed off at. Because for a while, I was like, I don't know who could really fuck with Pharrell. I at one point was joking Pharrell versus Chad. You know what I mean? Just splitting that two in half and see what's what. Right. But uh, <clears throat> then now one. This is one of these things that I just kind of developed because I was like. Who could fuck with this cat? But the only thing is it's 20. So 20 kind of makes it easy mm-hmm. in the way that if you... But I was like... I would say, yo, who would I like to see Snoop go against? Because Snoop got so many records. And then this might sound weird. This might be two different generations. But I was like, what about Snoop versus LL? That could be interesting. Interesting, but weird, nonetheless. Because could be weird. Two different could be eras. weird. Two it's definitely eras. two different sensibilities. Two different eras and... Is 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 almost like if you're from the LL era, you're gonna love it. It's just like ah, then you you're gonna love all the Snoop shit. It don't even it's not a battle because 
it's too separated from each other. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Okay. I hear. I see that. I see that. And I, and I agree with that. I agree with that. I've also seen uh, Q-Tip versus Pete Rock. I would have liked to see Pete Rock versus Premier, actually. Yeah. Pete but Pete Rock, Rock Q-Tip, Premier. that could be interesting. Yeah, Pete Rock is, versus Premier, is, that's fair. That's that's an equitable battle. Yeah. Yeah, that would have been a nice one. Now, this is this is the ultimate. Um, this is a reach. This is this is some fantasy shit. This is this is the ultimate flex. Very uh, good Ashford and Simpson stunt. But what about Jay Z versus Beyonce? <laughs> That'd be that would break the net. That would be stupid. That would break the that, net. that would Come be on, crazy, man. especially if they had the same crib. You know what I mean? I mean like you know. audio gonna be equitable. It's gonna yeah. be fair. You know what yeah. I'm and Jay Z's gonna lose. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, maybe I don't. Because, ooh, that'd be, that'd be, that'd be the, probably his fans aren't as we aren't as you know what I'm saying. They're too cool. We yeah, cool, too, like you know what I'm saying. The Beehive, they not cool. Nah, they, 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 they terrorists. Yeah. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Like yeah. we can't win versus a gorilla group of terrorists. That shit would be stupid. Though. That would be a great <laughs> one though. That would be a great one. Yeah, Swiss Beast could get. He could pull that off. I think I think that might be you know might be the ace up the up the sleeve. I, you know, I just think knows? he's sticking with producers right now. I think he's saving all that hot shit for when he get his real deal. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's Netflix or whatever the fuck scenario. Oh, you think it's gonna go that that route? You think it's gonna yeah, get corporate? Yeah, you know he going soon. Big soon deal. it's gonna get corporate. It's corporate, right? <sighs> I bet he doing the deals right now because shit. He, I mean, come on, bro. They see what it is. They talking to the CEO of Instagram. I'm sure that the deal is getting done for the the next level. He on they they been on they got a they they gonna be on ABC News talking about mm-hmm. this shit. You know what I'm saying? Him and Timberland. So come on, I already know he he on a PR run right now. Why is he on a PR run? Because they running the deal up. Come on, mm-hmm. bro. They they deserve it, uh, dog. They entertain. I mean, yeah, I'm not mad at them getting the, the bag. I think it's gonna change the energy, though. Yeah, it's definitely gonna change the energy. And even if they keep it on Instagram, it's gonna be a bag. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Uh, it's gonna be a bag. They're gonna, gonna force to Instagram to upgrade, and it's gonna still be a bag. This right here, this quarantine shit right here, is the shit what the smart TVs was built for, and nobody mm. was ready for yet. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You could, you know, type into the TV. All this shit is what motherfuckers tried to make happen, but just never had the scenario for it to happen. Now motherfuckers forced to be at home and do shit and interact with these apps. This shit finna change the game. Mm. <clears throat> this big entertainment. How remember how? Niggas didn't want to, nigga, film stars didn't want to do TV and shit. And then Netflix blew the fuck up. And then yeah. film stars started wanting to do Netflix. It's like big film stars didn't want to do social media like that. Right. But now these motherfuckers uh, in business with social media. I realized a long time ago, everybody got a price. Everybody want to get paid, especially if you got something to present. You will present it in any medium. I shit, I fucking. I seen Tom Hanks host Saturday Night Live from home. You know what I mean? So it just shows. His wife did hip hop array on Instagram Live and killed that shit. And (laughs) killed killed that shit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That was was ill. That was ill. They good at that too. That was that was a move. Ah, shit, man. What else is going on? What else I wanted to 
chop it up about. Uh, you had any more thoughts on the the battle culture? Or anything? Anything? Oh man, I'm just I'm enjoying it, man. It's um, mm-hmm. I think this whole just the whole quarantine culture in itself. I'm fucking with all of the breakouts because you know what I'm saying this shit is built for people who was in motion, but mm-hmm. but are able to take it to right to the people right now. Like mm. you know, Tory Lanez, he fucking killing shit. You know what mm-hmm. I'm saying, but. I, you know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm just, I'm excited about what Boosie is able to do right now. Because mm. Boosie was, he came out as a young rapper, killed that shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Been able to sustain, he went to fucking jail, beat mm-hmm. cancer, you know what I'm saying? And still mm-hmm. able to sustain a, a fucking career as a, a legacy rapper, right? Mm. And is now in this internet age, in this IG quarantine culture, able to ascend to a place where he's even more relevant than ever, right yeah. now. You know what I'm saying? As an old, a older, fucking legacy rapper. You know what I'm saying? Becoming a personality. Yeah, from his crib, talking shit. You know what I'm saying? Uh-huh. In the same similar vein as as Plies, as Plies did just when Instagram came. Uh-huh. Boosie's uh-huh. doing in the quarantine era. You know what I'm saying? Right. Who knew Boosie had a fucking 18,000 foot square foot home on 67 right. acres? You know what I'm yeah, saying? Who knew? <laughs> yeah, who saying? knew? That's the crazy <laughs> shit. That's the that's the documentary after all this shit. Who knew? Like, who, who the fuck knew? <laughs> who, like, who goddamn. You know what I'm saying? 67 acres, that's just, that's plantation shit. Exactly. That's like, bananas. You know what I'm saying? That's like, Tyler but, Perry. But you know the low-key rappers in the South, they doing their South business and then they taking that shit to their... Their communities where they from and just build right. it out. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. And it's no, like, no, that's dope. So it's, it's it's fascinating to watch what he's doing. You know what I'm saying? And, and, yeah. And 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 to be the troll of the internet after six nine, but in a cool ass, in a real nigga way. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Like not just he's the outlier. Shit. Yeah, just not doing shit just to do it, just to rouse shit up. He's just just wild. It's like you know what? Fuck it. I can get him talking, and this time I'm gonna do it. It's a lot of that. You know, I'm seeing that. It's, it's you know, especially, you know, you just reminded me. Because you look at present day Boosie and you could almost forget that, yeah, he did come in fairly young. Yeah. Like, it, you know, like it reminds me a little bit of, um, uh, what's my man's name? Um, <clears throat> like Lil Dirk and Lil, um, and, uh. I guess like Lil Bibby, but not Lil Bibby, but like Lil Herbo, like G Herbo back. I think he used to be called, but he used to be called like Lil Herbo. Like it was before it was just G Herbo. Like they were always like Lil Bibby, Lil Dirk. I think his shit was like Lil Herbo. Like they were young kids Mm -hmm. and they still young. They're like 22, 23, 24, some shit like that. But they've grown into a whole nother, they've matured to a different level of, artists now right. now they like they they current they relevant they you know what i mean they've right. gotten you you've kind of noticed their lyrical ability before it was it might have been people weren't people were sleeping on it. i remember my right. man shout out to my man mike denny he was one of the first people to be like yo you need to hear these kid herbo like this is way back to he's a beast and it was like this is when the lils had just started popping up so it was easy to kind of dismiss the lils you're like i don't know and then I was like, okay. And I fuck with G Herb. I think he wanted the dope ones. But now back to the older cats, to that point, how you talk about Plies as a breakout, mm-hmm. uh, fucking 
Boosie has a breakout. A lot of that comes from, you know, their personalities and shit right. like that. Right. Who I also see, especially in this uh, these internet spaces, and maybe not to as such a large scale, but they pick their spots. And I, I could, like, I would actually watch a show with these motherfuckers. Uh, I've been watching a lot of Trick Daddy as of late. <laughs> Trick he, Daddy's he whole shit. Huh? <laughs> he on a show. He, He's is he on a show? Love I don't. I heard he was, Miami. Okay, right, 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 right. Yeah, I didn't watch that. I saw, I saw that. I saw that him and Trina was beefing and all. You know, I, I cut the course. So I missed a lot of that. Mm-hmm. But like his whole cooking shit is definitely. We already knew he cooked for years and shit. But like I'm, I'm seeing a lot of his shit. Like him and his little nephews in his kitchen and he's cooking all that shit. Now he got his own restaurant. The Sunday shit. That yeah, shit. That shit was popping. Yeah, I heard his bananas. Um, obviously Snoop. We've seen Snoop trying to, you know, become his own person. Mm-hmm. Uh, who's that? That's a trick daddy. Styles P. Styles P mm-hmm. is mad funny. Like, yeah. Styles P ain't Jada, but Styles P where, in particular. Where, where Styles P at be, at? He don't, like I said, his shit don't pop up as often. Like, he might go live and he just, he like, he's just, he remind me like a black Archie Bunker. You know what I mean? <laughs> kind of like how Boosie is too. Like in right. a way, like certain yeah, motherfuckers is going, yeah, they're going to stake. They're going, they stuck in their ways. They're not shifting to whatever wind this progressive shit is blowing or whatever. It's like, look, I, I beat the hell out of my kids. You know what I'm right, saying? Right. Shit Boosie, like that. Like, Boosie yeah. Like, yeah. I beat the shit out of them. <laughs> you kind of like, you kind of want to take the mic away, but that's like, who it is. That's the charm. Boosie, you can't say that shit, but Boosie from Baton Rouge and he's isolated yeah. from this media. He's not trying to host the Oscars. Yeah. Nah, but I pop, I, I see like Styles P a lot, like with his, his tweets, his little, he'll do little videos here and there, you know, like, you know, obviously with the whole Jew shit, but him and his wife, how they support each other, like just, but just his his sensibility about shit, like you're seeing a lot, and there's a few more that I can't think of off the top of the head, but like that have kind of just, they've, they've turned this whole, they've turned the corner. To right. where, like, I just want to see more content from them, and it don't always it don't always have to be music based, right? And you know. The, and the thing I like, I really like about like Bootsy, right? He came um, out, he was under, you know, what I'm saying Pimp C's label Trill or whatever, you know, what I'm saying right. him Webby, and um, we booked him on the show and and Fam You Homecoming for um, you know Yard Fest and the Homecoming concert, uh-huh. and. And they came, they were young. They they just had the, the wipe me down record. You know what I'm saying? They mm-hmm. was popping. But the nigga had like, you know how Ghostface had them bangles on them, long ass bangles on his arm? Yeah. Boosie had them big ass bangles, gold, all you mean the nigga was dripped. Like the Wonder Woman looking Yeah, joints. Wonder Woman. He was dripped all the way out. He looked like he was about twelve years old. He probably was nineteen. <laughs> I don't know how old he was when Wipe right. Me Down came out. But he looked like a little motherfucker. But had mm-hmm. all this, you could just hear him coming down the thing. All the gold just clinkity clinking. Yeah. But they were in their own environment. They they had their tour bus. They came in their own shit. They kept yeah. their shit, you know what I'm saying, isolated from everybody else. When it was daytime, they came in, they did their shit, and they went on to their next shit. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. and it's that's not normal for like a new rapper. You know what I'm saying? Like mm. Like he was holding his business down. Like an entrepreneur from the jump, you know what I'm saying. A lot of times, right. new rappers they come raggedy, you know what I'm saying. They don't know the address to the place, you know what I'm saying. They, you know what I mean. So when when I saw how they handled their business, you could see that he was about his business from the jump. 
You know yeah. what I'm saying? And to see where he's at and to to realize all that he's done, even with the setbacks. Right. You can understand it because he always been about his shit. You know what I'm saying? When you hear him talk about his right. business, you're like, yeah, I could see it because he always been about that shit when he was a little motherfucker. Mm-hmm. I wonder how much of that influence comes from like Pimp C and even probably Bun and all of them because they always been, they always been some grown ass, right. you know, rap motherfuckers. Yeah, they you know always I mean? was in their own fucking zone and weren't worrying about nobody else shit, man. Yeah, we coming from motherfucking Port Arthur, Texas. Yeah, and we showing up in our own fucking shit. And we don't fuck with them niggas, man. We don't fuck with that man. shit. This is us. This is motherfucking us. Yeah, man. Right. Oh shit, dude. Well, shit. I think we could get up out of here unless you got some more shit you want to get off. You, you want to talk some more? You want got some I more mean, shit you want to get into? I'm, I'm just quarantined, nigga. I don't got <laughs> it is what it is, huh? <laughs> I hear that. I, I mean, hear that shit. Yeah, you know, I ain't got no topics, but you know, I'm always down to talk to chop it up. <laughs> oh shit. man. Shit, what you been doing? What else? What's your what's your uh, what's been your quarantine entertainment this last week? My, the inter, the internet, you know what I'm saying? I've been on the same shit everybody else been on the fucking Instagram mm-hmm. and the fucking okay. internet. Um, I've been I, I ordered some books and shit. You know what I'm saying? Joy by Osho. Shout out to Kai from Saint uh-huh. Sincerely Tommy was posting some okay. dope ass quotes from the book, and I'm like, what the fuck book is that? And you know what I'm saying? She was like, oh, you know, Joy. By Osho, so I ordered that shit. So I'm about to get into some reading. Mm-hmm. Um, but really, <clears throat> I'm taking my time, my nigga. I'm looking at the game. I'm watching the horizon. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I'm seeing people shine in in mm-hmm. this in this era. Which you know what I'm saying? When you look at who's shining, it's people who who's supposed to be shining. This shit mm-hmm. is built for certain people that's already been moving. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like. I found my time to jump in yet. You know what I'm saying? And I I don't feel no kind of way about that either. You know what I'm saying? I feel pretty confident in just watching what's happening and and entertaining and enjoying myself and getting these eight, nine hours of sleep I'm getting every night. You know what I'm saying? That I've never got ever and ever. You know what I'm saying? I'm enjoying that shit and, and, and I know I'm prepared for when my time come, it's going to be my time. So I'm not really stressed about mm-hmm. this shit, you know what I'm saying? I'm paying attention to to shit that I should have been paying attention to when I was trying to grind, grind, and then take care, take advantage of every opportunity and shit. And I got projects that I haven't fucking even looked at, you know what I'm saying? Because you grinding mm-hmm. and, you know what I'm saying, you're doing all this shit. I grind all my fucking life, you know what I'm saying? And I look back now, I realize, shit, it's people, it's kids in my family I don't even fucking know. You know what I'm saying? Like, who the fuck is that? You know what I'm saying? That's such and such kid. You know, they done grew the fuck all the way up. I never even met them. You know <laughs> miss what I'm saying? Whole shit. I miss their whole life. They don't even know me. You know what I'm saying? Oh, man. So, you know what I'm saying? So, I'm just taking more time to be diligent about the shit that's right here, right now. And uh-huh. and I know when the opportunity arises that fit my motherfucking skill set and what I got to do. That shit, I'm gonna jump right on in, and I and I feel it coming. You know what I'm saying? I feel it like I feel, I feel. I told my wife the other day, I feel the hair on my arm standing up because it's so close. Mm. 
but it ain't here yet. So I'm I'm patient like a motherfucker. I'm I'm gonna let everybody shine. I'm gonna let I'm gonna watch and I'm gonna celebrate everybody that's shining. And then when my time come, I'm gonna do it. I'm gonna jump in and be like, "Bow, here I am, motherfuckers." <laughs> <laughs> so I really, that. that's what that's what I've been on, man. Really, a lot of self reflection, and um, and <clears throat> and uh, really trying to take control of of my family and and who I am within that. You know what I'm saying? Because a lot of times you do a lot of working and not a lot of engaging, and so. This time, it feels good to be able to engage without the pressure of work. And I know a lot of people that's like me, you know what I'm saying? So when I reach out to them and be able to tell them that same shit, it feels good for them to be like, you know what? You're right. You know what I'm saying? I know a lot of people that's been grinding for years. And, you know what I'm saying, now it's time to just pay attention to What's real? What's right here? All we got is what's right now, dog. You know what I'm saying? My, my wife want me to, you know, you know, come spout out a plan of what the fuck she going to look like in two, three years. And really, man, the most important shit is right now. The present. You know what I'm saying? The present fucking shit. Damn, that shit, yeah. I'm trying to get into chickpeas a little bit more. Oh. Just a little bit. Yeah, man, I got so many (laughs) cans of chickpeas in the fucking cabinet that I really don't fuck with. And uh, everybody, like, there's a lot of chickpea people out there that are like, nah, just give them a shot. You know, so I tried (laughs) some shits earlier today. And uh, all right, all right, I'm getting to it. I'm getting to it. I'll say this. A couple things I'm excited about. One, uh, shout out to my man Reggie Conquest. He's a comedian. Uh, he was uh, most recently seen dicking down Issa Rae on a good old uh, oh, fucking big, insecure oh, oh, yeah, TSA Bay, as they yeah, call yeah, it. Full, full size Bay. Full <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, man, that shit <laughs> was. I was that. like, yeah, look was, at this cat. Yeah, man. Shout out to Red. So that's that was that was a great look. He jumped all the way out the window, butt naked. You know yeah, what I mean? that, he, that's a good look for him, dog. That's he jumped out look. there. Yeah, that was a good dude. He's they, a funny they, motherfucker, they so it's a great look. End. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because at yeah. first you were thinking they was going to give him an L. You know what I'm saying? Because nah, he was nah, doing was the most, and she was like, you know what I'm saying? Okay, this ain't working. But then he finally got it in the missionary and, you know what I'm saying, made it work. So they gave him the win, ultimately. Yeah. Oh, oh, you mean in the sex scene itself? Yeah, I thought in the, you meant the, the whole show, arc the of show, the shit. The show, yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It kind of looked like it was gonna be just some trash. Yeah, yeah, and then, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kind of, yeah, he got he everybody. Pulled, he was, finally got to the space. But what made what made his character dope? You know, what I'm saying shout out to Issa Rae because she was writing on this episode in the writers' room and that shit and all. Yeah. That. They, they, you know, what I'm saying they made him understanding. You know, what I'm saying like they made him still like even though she was criticizing his performance. He didn't uh-huh. fall off. He 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 was able to, to adjust, pivot, and get to the space where it was real. And then in the end, was able to say, you know what? That missionary was popping. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Said you like a Rubik's Cube. Yeah, that yeah, shit was, like, that, you know that, was that was a good look. His enthusiasm uh, kept him in the game. Yeah. That's a lesson for yeah. niggas, though. Because yeah. a lot of times, you know what I'm saying, when we hit get hit with them damn criticisms, we like, ah. Oh, it's Out bro. the game. Yeah, he was like, come on. Ah, shit. <laughs> <laughs> Hang in there. 
You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hang in there. Like, like we, we, we'll be quick to fucking be like, ah. Don't give up. <laughs> nah, all of that you shit. You know what I'm saying? So it's a, it's a yeah. good lesson in that. And, like, you know what I'm saying? You get hit with the criticism. All right, make light, you know what I'm saying? You know, and, and switch up and pivot. Yeah, that is a good, that's a teachable moment, as they say. <laughs> but overall, yeah, that shit was cool to see that back because you see the how the timeline go crazy. It was a great, it was a dope episode, you know. Sundays is going to get crazy because, you know, next week, I mean, this Sunday, well, no, that's Saturday. Okay, so it wouldn't be a crazy thing because I was, I was looking at Saturday is when the verses, and that's 9 o'clock, mm-hmm. right, 9 o'clock, because mm-hmm. I also saw, you know, Sunday, this Sunday coming up, 9 o'clock, is hour one of that ten part Michael Jordan documentary, oh, which is gonna be fucking stupid. I don't even understand how I'm gonna see it. It's on ESPN, so I don't know uh, if I'm gonna have to. I don't know if I'm gonna upgrade some shit or figure something out. But uh, that's something I do not want to miss. Michael Jordan is already going on record saying, "Yo, when you see this, you're gonna think I'm a horrible person." Well, we already which, think that. Which is yeah, kind of already kind of. But you know what? It's it's more rumors than anything. Not rumors. There's there's accounts and shit like that. But I think this should go go really. This might really go deep because mm-hmm. he's he even cited some shit. He was like, "You're gonna see." It. That's when you know shit is real when you're trying to get in front of it. You know what I mean? He don't want to fuck up these Jordan sales. He's like, "Hold on, nigga. I got a few models coming out this season." Uh, he said, "You're gonna see me and a guy." This is how you know. He motherfucker really got abused because the guy he named, I didn't even notice that it was on the Bulls. He was like, you're going to see me and this guy, Scott, something, something. And I'm I'm really riding him, you know. But I'm the reason I'm doing it is because I want to get them, I want to get him ready. Right. Because we gotta go to we gotta go to the um to the playoffs and we're going right. up against Indiana. It's gonna be tough. I need him to be tough. Right, right. And right, right, right. but yeah, I thought he's was very real, a tough love motherfucker, man. You said what? He's a tough love motherfucker. Oh, I think, he's a tough love. I but think what people are going to enjoy him ahead. more, actually. I think I think his stock will rise because, because you see how tough he is as, a, as himself. And now what we're probably about to see is how tough he is on his, his uh, teammates. Yeah. And, and I think it'll probably come off more as him being a leader. We already know he's an asshole. The nigga went to his Hall of Fame speech and cussed out a nigga from high school. Like, come on. Right. Man. You know what I'm saying? That's what the crying Jordan meme is from. Like, yeah. I mean, he's petty. We already, he's 50 cent petty. You know? Yeah. So yeah. we know that. So it's just going to be, we'll be able to get some good insight on the, the background stories of how petty he could be. I'm excited because one of the, so in that, in the little article where he's talking about, you know, you're going to think I'm horrible. The, the one line that jumped out to me, he said, you know, if you feel, you feel a way, you feel a way at how I did what I did. He says, uh, well, that's you because you never won anything. Mm. <laughs> that mm. shit is real as shit because you never won anything. Yeah, and, and that's what's going to get him over the hump. That's what's going to get him over yeah, the hump. Yeah, standing you know in it. Because he, 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 in the end, he is a winner. You know what I'm saying? It worked. So right. no matter how nasty he was, it's, it's not going to fuck him up. You know what I mean? Yeah. If he was nasty and then it didn't work and then it ended up being harmful for everybody's lives later, then yeah. But everybody benefited from Michael Jordan being in the league and being a horrible person. Yeah, that's true. Everybody, yeah, I mean, shit, they got rings. They the got rings, rings. You know, that's we always were been entertained. The, uh, you know what I'm saying? We got the dopest shoes of, you know, all time. I mean, yeah. 
you know. The other thing about this documentary, which I'm excited about, is this is the first time people will ever see Michael Jordan play in HD. So that's something to be said. That means I didn't he know old that. as fuck. Huh? That <laughs> just means he old. Well, that means, yo, but that's the, they saying the shit just look even that much better when you're seeing it, you know, like how you're seeing all of this new shit presented. You know, right. We was watching a lot of that shit on standard definition. Yeah, fuzzy, I mean? fuzzy so, definition. Yeah. Exactly. But, uh, yeah, that's it, man. I ain't got no more to talk about. Word up, man. Uh, it was you got anything else you, you want to say shit. before we I get out of here? I in this quarantine, man. It's always good to talk to grown folks and shit, you know. Sure. Uh-huh. Appreciate you, yeah, brother. Man. I'm glad. Yeah, man, absolutely. Likewise, man, it's good to talk to somebody. You know, I'm quarantining by myself. I've been thinking about getting a plant just so I have something living in the room. We should do this uh, more often. (laughs) We might. We'll figure it out. We'll figure something out. Maybe so. But uh, where you go? I mean, I would say where you going to be, but shit, I think everybody knows where you should be. I'm going to be right here in the house, but my mind is going to be out in the world. My mind is going to be expanding and to do different realms. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to be up-leveling my motherfucking energy. You know what I'm saying? I'm getting into the flow and recognizing my potential power and bringing Mm -hmm. it all together and making sure that my pineal gland doesn't calcify. In these times of of fucking isolation, I hear that shit. So I'm gonna be into the motherfucking fifth dimension and not the fifth G. Ooh, don't fuck with the five G. Nah, nah, that's that. But you can catch me on Instagram at Mr. Muhammad and Twitter on at Mr. Muhammad. Okay, shit, I'm gonna be either in the living room, uh, in the bedroom, fucking either in the kitchen or washing my hands. Window to the wall. Yeah, windows to the wall, brother. Uh, you know what I mean? And then, uh, shit, I'll be on Instagram, D-Lemon Comedy. I'm on Twitter, D-Lemon Comedy. I'm on YouTube, D-Lemon Comedy. I'm around. Uh, shit. And until then, tell a friend to tell a friend. And even an enemy. To get in a conversation. We are out. Jesus.